then we got. Why am I looking at pirate ships for three D printing? I. It's called I done F Deepkin. It's called yeah. I don't have an attention span. Do 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 do. I don't have an attention span. I just have a. Give me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it. There you go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, thirteen. Do you guys know the reference of that song, right? Basketball, gimme, gimme, gimme the ball because I'm gonna dunk it. Oh, it's, a, it's an SNL sketch where they wrote where they took the uh, NBA on NBC theme and put words to it. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks for oh, case. That That's sketch fun. is hilarious. Guess you guys are a little young for that one, huh? Uh, don't know how to take that. It's a podcast about Age of Sigmar. Three Canadian dudes and a talented Canadian gal. They have 10,000 takes, but rarely any are good. They record all the time. But we're not sure they should. It's party at the all points. Yeah, don't you think? It's party at the all points. Take a drink. It's got day 10. Getting your name wrong. And Tristan referencing Bulls basketball. And Nicole finding obscure Canadian songs. And I'm just fantastic guy. Okay, I'm ready. Hello, party people, and welcome to Party at the All Points, your place for posting and toasting in the Age of Sigmar. I'm your undead life of the party, Tomb King Tristan. Tonight, on this, our 66th episode, we'll be talking about the deeply delicious and delightfully lovely Ideneth Deepkin. Oh, and maybe a little drama. Joining me tonight, our British Columbian Warhammer Wayne Gretzky, the scourge of ice cream snicker bars everywhere. He's more than okay. He's Dayton O'Brien. I roll sixes 35% of the time. (laughs) (laughs) And our man in the middle, your man in the night. He's bombastic. He's super fantastic. (gasps) Bud Dillian, the fantastic guy on Twitch and most other places. Hi, Bud. Hi, I hit on ones and sixes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Beauty. It's good to know that you uh you are also 35% lucky. All right. Well, first things first, shout out to all the party people listening to the show, especially our new Patreon members, Josh, Jason, and Daniel. Thanks for keeping the party going. It's uh actually gobsmacking that uh, people want to show their support to us. It's really, really cool. And I promise secret podcast society members and people who are in the above one, which is crazy, um, there will be a secret pod for you this week. So it's God, God dracking. God dracking. God dra- <laughs> uh, I don't think I got that. There we go. No, no. You got God uh, dracked. I've le- been God dracked. Grab two manglers. <laughs> it's legit insane that people want to give us money. And we it is. It. It's beautiful. I love that. But um, party people. That's true. And They're speaking cool of party people, um, 
I just want to give one final great big super shout out to our super producer, Nicole, who is, of course, the actual best podcast host. It is not only nerve wracking, but maddening that I have to follow her. (sighs) Her and Cass just killed it. Oh, my God. It was so good. I was like, I know these people. Kind of. I know. Whips and chains. Telling you, it was Barbara <laughs> Budd and Carol Off. It was like the Warhammer version of Barbara Budd and Carol Off. Is it when she's talking about the high heels and the whips, like step on me? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I feel yeah. you. I feel you. And Warhammer After Dark. Warhammer After Dark is oh. getting a hell of a lot more. Fun. I think FLG already owns that one. Hmm. That's true. Sketch bags. All right. Uh, <laughs> before we dive into our delightful topic tonight, um, how about we flex a little bit of hobby day day? Lay it on me as I'm painting away. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say, okay, okay, this is Dayton Albray. Uh, <laughs> cray cray, yeah, it's this is nuts. These chariots are so fucking big and detailed. What kind of chariots? That's what she uh, said, right? The blood shrine, who's oh, blood cauldron, yeah, blood cauldron. Nicole said it, she was charred. Oh, okay. Hag Queen on Blood Cauldron. Oh. It's basically like four models in one. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's so much. Now, you charge in do... with those, and Dayton goes, I'm rolling for this now. Oh, okay, and now I'm rolling for this attack, and now they have this attack, and now they have this attack. And they do this prayer. Oh, and this one has the sword. And they uh, do plus, plus one save. And this one has a sippy cup. And my cool. avatar is cool. open awake now, so he rolls four attacks, three sentries. And he's cranky. Three then... damage. He hasn't had his coffee yet. <laughs> That's right. To here to pump you up. It's like the only place to get minus two Ren in the army other than Marathi Spear when I remember. <laughs> <laughs> other day two of tournaments. What cost me the tournament? <laughs> Oh, so yeah, I've been painting away like crazy. I've been trying some new things. Yeah, you've been doing purple Uh, stuff. Well, the non-metallic metal, I haven't done on a scale this grand before. Like I just did it on Rathi's little wings, Mm -hmm. which was fine and easy. This is just stupid. But um, (laughs) it's a lot of flat surfaces. I did. So the to break it up, I did metal as well, but non, like just metal, but like metallic metal. True metallic metal. Yeah. So I did black and then I stippled on um Vallejo metal colors gunmetal gray uh, if you haven't used the uh, acrylic metal color Vallejos you're just killing yourself because this it, you'll never go like they're so good they cover so well and they have a little yes. uh, ball bearing in them and everything too oh my I love those paints so much I love paint with balls good so anyways I stippled that on over the black mm-hmm. and then I took um Megos contrast Megos purple it didn't dilute or anything and then i just put that over top of it once everything was dry and it just like dirties and grunges the steel and gives it like a purple tint which Beauty. makes it look like grungy yeah i feel like it's a nice breakup like it still goes with the rest of the purple but it is its own thing so it complements well and then i'm using um uh stone basically a stone coloring as my breakup between the purples Okay. As my as my like like pop, right? And then there'll be some gold in there. And then obviously the avatar is green. So there's your other color in there. And then yeah. uh, blue for the hair on the head queens. Green in the cauldron. Of okay, blood. good. Good, good, good. And then good. green on the front where the snake 
uh, emblems are on the chariot. You so answered you get, my questions before I had them. So you get Bam. three stages of green for your eye to follow. So yep. you start in the front, hit the middle, and then you finish on the back. So trying to pull up some of my arts degree stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's going to be great, hopefully, when it's all done. But I realized I haven't even assembled the witch elves that witch? are on it. So I have to put them together and prime them and modify the head of the head queen to be different from my other head queen on foot. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's, and then I'm looking at the, the unpainted blood rack shrine that's beside it. And I just, I don't, I don't want to do it. <laughs> don't make me do it again. I'll, I'll go paint a 40K army instead. Yeah, <laughs> right. And drink my vintage cold IPA. Good times are on the horizon. Refreshing, crisp, and bright. This cold IPA is reward worthy of the climb. I'm drinking Michelob Ultra. Nice. I tried to walk away and grab a beer from my little beer corner, but my headphones are now wired, so I just almost lost my <laughs> neck. <laughs> Go get your beer. Bud's going to tell us what he's been hobbying on. Yeah, please. Uh, okay. Um, hello, party people. Uh, I am hobbying. It's been, I got to say, it's been a struggle to be a hobby person uh, last while. When I'm not in a good headspace, I don't hobby. It's weird. Some people, they hobby to get back into a headspace. Uh, that is not me. If I'm not in a good headspace, I don't hobby. Um, but I have been working on a dragon. So I'm painting a dragon right now. Uh, just putting some Space Wolves gray onto it. Even though I hate Space Wolves, I have an eternal grudge against them. But I'll still use their color because it's pretty cool. So, you know, painting up a dragon, I'll probably do the dragon, the other dragon, uh, same way. It's basically like skin is space wolves gray and then the other underside of the, of the winglings, I'm going to do like, uh, I think I did golem and flesh on mm-hmm. it, but I'll do a bunch of highlights on it. Like I did the, uh, did Archeon's wing, um, been painting the anointed on frost heart Phoenix and, I uh, printed up a bunch more terrain, including drink. I painted, printed up this sick uh, shipping shipping container. That could which, be fantasy. No, it can't. Oh, but it so could so be so Marvel so Crisis. Your fantasy sucks. There we go. <laughs> I can use yeah, yeah. It's my uh, fantasy, Tristan. Yeah, yeah. I fantasize about shipping containers all the time. Um. <laughs> so yeah, just. Uh, getting in paint painting some more terrain and trying to get a pack together i was gonna get it done for today and i didn't i'm doing a podcast mm. instead and i've just been avoiding it you got people that would help you you know that right Not yeah but no but i have i have packs that i can just copy and paste i just yeah. need to figure out what i'm taking from what what i don't need and what i do want in the pack we can workshop, buddy. Are you on spring break right now? No, two weeks. Two weeks. Sorry. Two weeks? Oh, we're on spring, spring break, break here, which is annoying. Yeah. Same here, well, Tristan. Oh, we just, we just had our time change. No, yeah. my spring break's happening later. Later. Um, what else? Games played? Uh, I play, I've played Tina uh, in Blitz Bowl twice in the last week and a half. She's Sweet. she's been doing some hobby. She's been painting up her halfling blitzball team. Yeah. Which is, which is pretty cool. 
I printed that. up like little stumps for all of them. So they're all standing on stumps so that they're as tall as like the other regular players. Ogres? No, not as tall as ogres. Let's say <laughs> humans. Maybe maybe even orcs, not quite. Humans. 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 Um, so that's been kind of fun. We've enjoyed playing that. That's and cool. I played last Monday against one of my one of my students. And yeah, kind of kind of wreck no, I didn't beat him up really Did bad. You teach him? Uh, I teach taught him I taught him one or two things. Like I had Come a 20 man unit and I charged in, but I didn't he was like, Why aren't you charging in to get as many into attack as possible? It's like because these five guys or four guys are staying back here to stay on the objective for when you move your griff hounds onto it. Mm -hmm. So can't you school know. this old man. Yeah, Come that's, on, that's teacher, right. Teach me and something. I also taught him to bring his bring his models because he had he forgot five on his painting table. <laughs> and, they, and this kid paints his stuff beautifully and hates using anything. He won't use unpainted models. He won't even use stuff that doesn't look exactly like the stuff he has, like if he painted it five years ago. Um, but he forgot a unit. So I went into the back cupboard and, that we have at the youth drop-in, and I grabbed like three ogres and two river trolls that were all on square bases. And I was like, here you oh, go. There's your so second. Cool. He's like, this hurts me so much. I'm like, I know. Mr. Keller, make it stop. You're a cruel man, Keller. <laughs> so, we played our game good. too, I guess. Oh, that was in the last two weeks. I think it was. Oh, it was. Damn. Yeah, that was an interesting game. That yeah, was good. Me look bad. I learned one or two things. Uh, one like that I'm not going to use Gotrak. Frostheart Phoenix doesn't give reroll hits and wounds to dragons. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're like, I'll, I'll oh no 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 that was the no no that was just the reroll wounds. Uh, oh, okay. And I never that was the first time I'd ever like tried using that. Yeah. So, um, you forgot to eat a snake. Right with the dragon, I forgot to like at the end of the combat phase, stuff it in its pants. And you forgot to stop Gotrek from piling in and attacking everything. Oh no, saw. I didn't forget to stop. <laughs> I totally wanted to put him there. I shouldn't have, but I did not forget. He went cray cray in a lot of bodies. Oh, it was fun. Didn't it didn't work out. It no, not quite. But it was fun. Yep. It's fun. It was good. It was good He's... to play Bud because I haven't played Bud in a while. So we hadn't played since we were at your place, right? It's in so August, crazy. and it and it took us longer than two and a half hours to play. I'm sure. Probably. Yeah, your, yeah but that was okay. Or two hours. Um, was I'm two changing hours? that. I'm changing that list a little bit. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. You're, you're changing the Tina list. I know. I I, I got think... approval. I got approval from Tina. Okay. Good. I'm, I'm say thinking. You need that. Thinking we're gonna drop Gotrek. So that's what? 400, that's 485 points. Do you have any more models you have to paint now? <laughs> no, I, oh. I won't have to. One dragon. One mm -hmm. dragon. Uh, Nitroconus, I'll add a Nitroconus and wow. five pistoliers. Oh, wow. That Who's it? donating that Nitroconus to you? Uh, let's not get, let's, let's wait till it arrives first and then oh, okay. do the big, big reveal party. Okay. Um, I also would like to message. I'm going to do my shout out now because I feel like it's important to do it early in the episode because this guy was so nice. Dan C, the lore master on yeah. Twitter. At uh, the Tyromancer. At the Tyromancer. Um, so my son was stranded 
while stuck in Sacramento for a week and a half. And he had been basically stuck in his hotel eating restaurant food and doing his university classes from there because COVID. And he reached out and said, hey, I'm in Sacramento. Can I help at all? I'm like, this this guy really could just use a home-cooked meal. Could you bring him a home-cooked meal? And he yeah. was like, absolutely. And my son sent me pictures of the meal that he brought. He was so excited. And the guy was like, yeah, don't worry about the containers. You can just throw them away, which just about broke my son's heart because he was like, what? No, no, <laughs> these are perfectly good containers. I'm taking these home. I can use this. This is Tupperware. Uh, these are my story containers. <laughs> where I'll put my heart and my I memories know, from now I know. on. And, and any extra food I'll get along the way. Um, and then uh, Dan had, uh, had actually... Uh, messaged him the next day and asked him if he wanted him to bring supper again and my son said no because he doesn't like inconveniencing people oh but later he said one of the things he learned on his trip was never ever turn down free food it can always yeah. depend on the kindness of strangers yeah it's like if people want to be kind let them be kind I, yeah i don't know how you would ever so, not take free stuff kind of yeah. awesome we're we're kind of like that but anyway that was that was very beautiful and and just another example of what a great what a great community the warhammer community is yeah and what a great person dan is yeah he's a great person i'm a big fan had many interactions with him over the years and he's just he's just that guy he's just the guy that you want to know you've had interactions with everyone though so yeah but dan's special i know i'm not dismissing the special he's one of my people He's one Tristan's of my dudes. in touch with everyone. Listen, I get it. Now he has a platform. Tristan has more of a platform than he did before, and it's insane. Speaking of which, <laughs> how's the hobby going, Tristan? It's going pretty good there, Day Day. I've been hammering away on my Megante Gargantes. So my, good. My Necro Colossus. I've done a lot of little things that have really made it start to like look like an actual. Like I could put this on a table and not be mad at myself. <laughs> I started blocking in it's like it's nowhere near that, but I started blocking in all the little red and blue gems because like you know of Tomb King stuff, they've got like those um wesks, the like shoulder like de- armor things. Yep, the cool shoulder. Um, and they all have like just little gemstones all over them. So I just started painting all the little gemstones, blue and red, just to get an idea of what, like, what the colors look like, where my color triangles might be, like how I'm going to be balancing out the model with all the colors that I'm putting on. Because just like you, I'm trying to think of my color triads. I'm trying to think of where the color placement is. It's like with your, um, with your chariot, Calden yep. chariot, chariot, Calden, tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Call um, it the chariot. Sure. You can call it whatever you want, bro. <laughs> I ain't messing with it. Um, it's like it's just such a big model. I have to make sure I have my colors in the right spot. And since it's just something I converted, it's another one of those things where if you don't think about that stuff, it can look like AS. And I don't know. I just I think I've done a pretty good job. I've got it all binging and bopping around. And the one thing I did do is I've decided to do a little bit less than I was going to originally because I was looking at it and just was like that just looks like some kind of like where's Waldo caricature mm-hmm. of a Tomb Kings model if I do it too much. So yeah, pretty stoked. It's been really, really nice. I've gotten like just so many more colors blocked in. I finished off some of the ludicrous uh, cloth that I've been doing. And I realized that I missed a spot 
I, there's more cloth on it, just like these little scraplings that I didn't paint. So I have to go back and try to recreate it. Dude, when that's going to be done, you're going to have hose in different area codes. Yeah, I do. Shouts to Dan. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a lot. I'm really excited because it's ludicrous. Like, oh, I get it. <laughs> Christopher's a lovely man. My is one of my father's favorite rappers. Legit. Really? Uh, that's, yeah, that's you've seen really him cool. live. It's so funny. <laughs> my my dad's basically the Jesuit version of Bud too. So it's <laughs> shout like... out old people. <laughs> Thank you for liking Ludacris. <laughs> shout out to old teachers everywhere. Um, yeah, so I've done that, and I've what else did I do? I did another thing. Oh, I cleaned up my space, but it's kind of hard to tell on the camera angle. It's all our live viewers here on their channel. Um, and then, is it I warm did... in the shed? Is, yeah, it's, <laughs> man, the shed the shed's looking rough. A squirrel got in there, and who boy, it dug through a couple oh, things. Oh yikes! Yeah, it's it's annoying, but it's I had a squirrel melt. going to my shop back. He was storing seeds in my shop back. He was going through the <laughs> the hose. What? So like when I went to go use it and take the, like I wanted to change or empty it, I lifted the top up, popped the top open. It was just like covered in fucking seeds and dirt. So he was <laughs> he found that as his hidey hole. That's amazing. What a good squirrel. We got lots of squirrels in our area. Yeah, I'm sure. Squirrel. But squirrel. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's uh, that's what I've been up to. I've been playing a whole lot with the Vallejo metal colors, just like you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been using a really fun mixture of gold and copper. And then I do, I throw in some green stuff world pigment. Oh, that's the other thing I did. I use pigments correctly. Yeah. You know how you said that I should just put them on the thing? Mm-hmm. I figured out I should kind of do that, but I should do a little groundwork. Like I put on some airbrush thinner mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I put the, some of uh, the pigment on top of that and then actually adhered, which is great. And then as that was drying, I then threw more on top. So it got the like still dusty look. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some of it is still very much like if I touch there, it might rub off, but there's a big, like it actually looks like, sand and dust and stuff it's gonna be hard to tell i'm gonna post yeah, pics yeah. i mean our cameras suck yeah that's what happens um, whenever yeah, you're I using got, just like a I, laptop camera yeah I, I got tons of green on this base too but you can't see it because oh. cameras there you go same thing yeah. so and bud has a mold line remover excellent i <laughs> uh, also i ordered some stuff i ordered the new idnet book i ordered the new fire slayers book Mm. considering us as content creators it's good to have it in my hand yeah i'm jealous uh, i got nicole the war scroll cards because she really likes to have the cards in front of her oh a thousand percent I'm she with her. really likes stuff that's outdated in a couple of months right oh she gosh. marks yeah, in on sorry. them she she edits them she'll i i guess, do too she does sticky notes actually it's really cute she'll put sticky oh, yeah? notes on everything i love that um and then i was gonna get her the dice but they're 55 dollars for 20 and no um, <laughs> but I did get a fury of the deep, so I didn't spend $55. I spent $200 because <laughs> that makes sense. In my that's head. Dayton math. That's, yep. that's good. Balance. Dayton math's best math. Uh, yeah, I love yeah. Dayton math. And I'm still waiting on a couple, uh, OCR bone reaper stuff to show up like the terrain and stuff, but nice. I bought it from GW on the third and it's still pending because GW can't get their orders right. It's and, still pending. It's been yep. like. Two weeks. It's been, it's been ten days. Wow. Uh, it's been ten days, and my Forge World stuff has already arrived. 
when I ordered it the same day as GW. So wow. for our Memphis, listeners, come on. Forge real cool. GW do. Yeah. Maybe you could get Jacob to go down to the GW warehouse and see what's going on. Kick them? Have, they have a they have a warehouse in Nashville. Memphis. Oh, no, they also have one in Canada too. Do they? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they That's much. They huh. I, I think it's in Alberta or something. Is that new? So you should just drive there. Right? I should. But yeah. Well, yeah, when know? they ship it to when I get it is like like two days. Oh, sick. It's yeah. pretty fast for me too, which is surprising. But I'm pretty just, sure my stuff comes from Memphis. It's just everything's backlogged. It's insane. Yeah. And they got pre-orders coming up like crazy. They skilled release stuff and support your local stores if you want stuff. Which I got all my stuff from Pastime yeah. in Vancouver. Oh no, mag trays are on the they way. Shipped it, they shipped it that day. Ooh, mini mag bro for five percent off. Mini mag. No, trays. it wasn't mini mag bro. It was from Battle Foam. What? Oh, for your. For your for my battle foam case. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. But yeah. Well, okay. But I'll I'll order magnets from Mini Mag. Tray. Tray. No. Tray. Tray's not old enough to own a business. Um, <laughs> if you here. ordered him to get you magnets, he might do it though. Oh yeah. He's buying real estate right now. Maybe he'd get ten percent. <laughs> First homeowner's purchasing. <laughs> 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 beauty and i think that's a good place to uh do our little segue so uh coming up after the break logos are they on ones or sixes you'll or never both. know wing gretzky the only man i'd have sex with wing gretzky I'd be intimate with Wayne Gretzky I think he's kinda sexy Wayne Gretzky I wonder what he looks like naked Oh, I wonder what it would be like To have sex with the great one Oh, I wonder what it would be like to have sex with the least leading score, Wayne Gretzky. I know he's a married man, but maybe he'd be attracted to me, Darren Pfeiffer. Stupid American boy, Wayne Gretzky. Very handsome Canadian man. Like to have sex with the great one. Oh, wonder what it would be like to have sex with the least leading score, Wayne Gretzky. I love you, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. And we are back for part two of episode 66 of Party at the All Points. Uh, <laughs> new, new, uh, new, new stinger trademark, uh, Budtastic Guy 2022. Um, in this, our 66th episode, we'll be talking about Idenet Deepkin and what we like and why we hate sushi and why, is, why Nicole is the best representative of the IDK nation. Uh, in the whole Warhammer world. Um, but that's not time. That's for later. Right now, it's time to look at doom, 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 
The state of the meta. The state of the meta. A party at the all points look at what is happening. Where is it going with the meta? (sighs) So, guys, we've had, uh, we've been, we haven't talked about this for a while, uh, about what's doing well and what scares us and why we keep bugging Dayton about uh, Daughters of Cain. Um, and we've had a <laughs> we couple of we haven't bugged me about that in a while. We haven't so bugged him, we haven't bugged Dayton at all this up. Ep- oh, maybe we did once this episode, maybe um, twice. Yeah. Um, and we've had two new books drop. Although, yeah, if uh, if a book drops, nobody plays it. Did it really count? Fire Slayers. Sorry. Um, Fantastic. So, what are we thinking? What have we seen in the last couple of weeks? I like how like everyone was jumping on the reviews of Idnet. Like the book was leaked before it dropped, mm-hmm. and there's like fucking nothing on virus <laughs> like no one's carried <laughs> it's everybody's second son well it, it, actually Haywo did fire slayers first oh okay. which blew me away are we all gonna do our Haywo voice oh, right now okay yeah i'm just a big fan i big flats yeah uh ogres forever he's uh really consistent does good stuff you should check him out seems like a really good guy I was watching him moments before we uh, started to record our own podcast. So I just wanted to say big shout outs to all uh, SJ Arcade and all the other big flats and all their oil barons. But yeah, um, <laughs> it's, it, it is jaw dropping how whenever two books drop, you can tell there's a favorite son. And it's weird because it's IDK. <laughs> what else? Ironic. <laughs> because because Teclas didn't. Yeah, yeah, because he's oh, a deadbeat dad. Yeah, oh. he went back tested. Yeah, never, never, never came back. Never came back. Teclas is a douche, right? Yeah. True facts. Sorry, Delta but, Bravo. You have but yeah, we had a bunch of tournaments, right, Tristan? Yeah, we've had what four? I think we've had about ten since we uh, last talked, which is pretty wild. And we're because, talking two days. Yeah, we're talking like two days. Tournaments, tournaments, tournaments. Games in the basement. (laughs) That was Nicole's first tournament. Shout out to Nicole for having her attending her first tournament and beating me. Yeah, really surprised no one brought that up. By the way, (laughs) yet it's called saving it. Mm. Just wait. Um, And we've seen over the last like ten or so tournaments, there's kind of just been a little slight push for some armies up and down, and it's been pretty interesting seeing how things have shook out. So the big takeaway right now is that Seraphon, with how the meta has slowly pushed and moved around, has just started climbing up the ranks yet again, back up to World Supremacy. Currently in 3.1, they've moved up about three or four percentage points to having a 60% win rate. What was that tournament that finished today in England? And it's like the, the top GT. eight. Yeah, it's yeah. five of them are like Seraphon. <laughs> yeah, the Ken GT's like final standing. Fuck England meta. Wild. Like I love my England listeners, and they're like the lifeblood of GW and everything that goes on. But uh, give me North American meta any day <laughs> for the chaoticness of it. Yeah. Well, it's just it's it's I don't know. It's, I think it's one of the more interesting parts of Warhammer is how you can have these metas that are like quote unquote the meta. But if they're not what your local scene is, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah. at all. I don't care. I don't play any of those armies. Nobody yeah, here has thunder like, lizards. Honestly, well, to be fair, I have thunder lizards. I'm looking at one right now. Um, to be fair. To be fair. Yeah. I got two. And so does the only other Seraphon player locally. I got, but still. I got Seraphon in that 
that white closet. Everybody is Seraphon. That's the thing. That's one of the reasons why they're so good. Because every Tom, Dick, and Harry has a dinosaur on top of dinosaur's army. I mean, they're cool. Dinosaurs are really fucking cool. Yeah, they do <laughs> that's for sure. But yeah, so they've been doing really well. IDK, or not IDK, Daughters of Cain has actually popped up a couple percentage points. Uh, uh, pop, pop. But do you know who's not helping that? Dayton. Boom, there we go. Boom. I'm playing Grand Clash, and I will hopefully get three and two. <laughs> Did you notice Dayton didn't put his tournament on, uh, on DCP so that he wouldn't bring down the Daughters of Cain stats? I did notice that. That was very, very I guess second place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really proud of you. That's good. I got second overall in my tournament I hosted. In oh, my man. basement with six with people. Six people. I, 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 I only oh, went. Man. Never mind. It looked but like yeah. you guys had so much fun. By it way. was a blast. It was a yeah. fucking Seemed blast. like an absolute blast. But yeah, so Daughters of Cain, but then IDK are actually up there at a 56% win rate, which is still like, hello. And this new book is just going to be new game plus for the old book. So I feel like they're about to pop up to about 60% win rate. At least that's going to be a four percentage point jumps. And like four percentage points would be huge. I mean, really depends on their, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are we going to have to wait and see for that IDK jump a bit for people to get their six sharks or seven sharks to run? Mm, I'm going to say it's going to be a shorter lead time than most right. whenever it comes to things like this, because a lot of the previous um, Ideneth metas have involved sharks before. And while people will have to paint up all their Reavers and Namardi, I also feel like that's a unit that people probably have like 10 to 20 of done unless if they they're... sold them yeah it's a real tricky dicky don't want to mention anyone no joe um <laughs> <laughs> don't bring that up it hurts his feelings yeah he really he doesn't that. listen anyway that's true that's i have to jacob. tell him when i make fun of him yeah but jacob will remind him oh uh, no with a timestamp. No, he, he doesn't listen either <laughs> i'm like that's the other 20, what people. Him the Patreon. um but yeah, so it's them. Um, you know, if you want to notice a trend there, that would be, what, three order armies in a row, and then we get Sons of Bahamut. They've actually popped back up a little bit more recently, so they're up at a 54% win rate. They're, I think it's mostly been like battle plan choices that have helped them out, and there's been a lot of players that understand you have to stand on objectives with Giants if you want to win that are playing them. That's some good advice there, Coach. Thanks fucking embarrassing <laughs> i'm just a great tutor uh so after them it's stormcast eternals which of course like that's rocketed up they're kind of turning into one of the boogeyman feels bads of the entire scene which i think is hilarious uh you know what i think is hilarious how melbatos has more flavor than uh, most stormcast lists if you want stormcast advice don't go to stormkeep podcast <laughs> true <laughs> It is kind of sad that the, you know, the Stormcast podcast is not exactly where you want to go. And then after them is Cities of Sigmar, which, you know, that involves some Stormcast Light. Stormcast, Stormcast Light. Uh, shouts to Gra- Gra- Gavin Grigger, who's been actually bouncing around armies after taking. Cities yeah, he doesn't Storm. take anything more than once. Uh, he played Gits last tournament. Let's yeah, remember that. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Beautiful man. Beautiful mind. All right. And then it's Legion of the First Prince. Big Wah. Mackitkin of Nurgle has actually popped up to 51%. Fuck yeah, cool. my Nurgle, Nurgle players. That yeah, there you go. Awesome. And surprisingly, doing better than Iron Jaws. Hmm. Just by a little. But like, you think people are just showing up less with Iron Jaws? Or... I think lots of people... 
I, I think Iron Jaws is a popular army where um, people like me would be like, whoa, Iron Jaws, so cool, and play them and not be very good with them. Mm, 100% agree. I also think that the Iron Jaws number gets a little bit split because there's also big wah that if you're playing Iron Jaws, a lot of people like to dip into. And usually people who are playing big wah are probably a little bit more big brain, if you want to call them that, right. that are probably a bit more technical players. But you never know. Uh, so it's also we'll, like a one percent difference between the three that I just listed of Big Watt, Mag, Kind of Nurgle, and Iron Jaws. Like that little Oreo there of disgusting pus. Ugh, why did I do that? I didn't need to do that to myself. Nurgle, Oreo <laughs> pus. What we're saying Yuck. is, no one needs to take the Iron Jaws back and start winning again. Mm, yes, hundred yeah. percent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then from there, it just kind of tips the scales after. What let's see, Slaves of Darkness, Soulboy, Gravelords, and Zinch. And then it goes at that's like percent? your full fat at, metal. Zinch? At, Zinch well, is at 45%. Yeah, see? Not broken. No, not broken at all. They Just need 12 sad. destiny dice. Not hey, nine. they went two and one on my weekend basement getaway. Okay. That Whoa. sounds like a really great meta. That's meta busting. Mm. There you go. Meta ball busting. It's basically LVO. And just <laughs> wait, did you wear pink shorts? No, I wore my tough crowd jersey. Okay. okay, so no bottoms, nice. Yeah, it's like, um, the really, I don't know, the my big takeaways from this are that Seraphon, Daughters of Cain, and Deepkin are kind of head and shoulders above everybody else right now and i feel like it's just going to be getting worse no stormcast like even just because it's a gigantic player pool they're ranked lower um but stormcast is kind of like the other boogeyman but i feel like stormcast is almost more of a gatekeeper list now than an actual top tier worthy list because Mm -hmm. with how much damage potential that they have to just delete a core thing but have that be the one trick pony that they have to me that like that just screams gatekeeper it's like sure you can delete one big target and guarantee guarantee that you delete that big target or, or they're gonna face the new idnev book and not be able to shoot until turn two <laughs> ding 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 oh Which is beautiful. yeah i think i think that idk Luminev? is gonna mess right. it up sentinels Wait, is it can't like shoot at all outside of 12 inches bud oh well they only have 12 inch range the dragons only have 12 inch range yeah the dragons are fine like we're just talking about the uh oh yeah we're talking about the long Long strikes and double shoot the double shot long strikes and sentinels and uh adjudicators sentinels can go fuck themselves right (laughs) go fuck yourself (laughs) thank you thank you thank you but yeah, I think that's going to be a big shakeup for the top armies because Seraphon depend quite a bit on their shooting as well when it comes to the Bastilladons and some of the Stegodons. Skinks. Um, and the Skinks. Like, I feel like the IDK book is going to be one of the biggest shifting moments for AOS just in general. Right. Like With that combined with the um, pushing of the tides into a higher... like We'll get into this more later, but having the tides get pushed even more whenever it comes to their abilities and how useful it is, I think it's going to be a really big, like, ooh, shit yeah, book. Seraphon are still going to be really good. I think so, like, too. But still I think it's going to... You know, they're, they'll still be up there. But yeah, it's cool. They'll be able to shoot the like a thing of eels. Uh, but uh, yeah. Salamanders always want to get close anyways, because they want to charge you after they shoot you. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Hey, have, uh, have Beasts of Chaos gone up at all? 
Yeah, they won a tournament in fucking Czechoslovakia today. They went, <laughs> they went five and zero. Oh, Czech doggies. I so Ziggy, right now yeah, with Ziggy the stats, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> right now with the stats, Beasts of Chaos have climbed up. I think about six percentage points points to now be 40 percent instead yeah. of 30 hey, that's that's Listen, a big deal that's, that's huge yeah and that's, that's that doesn't even involve like the next oncoming tournaments so yeah like, like leave those gets, to happen this weekend <laughs> leave those gets behind yeah and come and join gets are just hard done by guys Zeke. like gets just don't get any love and i can't believe gw is just not recognizing the fact that there's a community of gets players out there that would love to be competitive at tournaments other than Gavin and, and just can't. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of like where we're at right now. It's Seraphon, Dodgers of King, and Idenath Deacon that are reigning supreme. And you're, you're always going to see a Stormcast player with uh, double shots. Uh, Czechoslovakia, Czech Republic. Beast yeah, Chaos went 5 0. Thanks, Ziggy. Oh, and who did Dayton lose to with his daughters of King? Who did? Dayton, you lost at a uh, tournament that was held inside of a house that you co-owned. I with went twenty six twenty five against Boulderhead. And who did you, you co-own it? You co-own it with a person. He who, lost to Deepkin. Deepkin are in the top three right now. Is the reigning champion of the household. Listen, I'm Correct? super stoked. Oh, that's true. She would get the belt if there was an Obrey uh, belt. That's true. But here, let's let's be honest here for a second. I'm super stoked. That that I that Deepkin book is good and has depth, like deep depth, to crush me in this household. Um, <laughs> you because... you would like you would like it to step on you? You know, we're not going there yet. <laughs> uh, maybe um, because I would feel really bad because Nicole really loves her Idneth and that's her army. And if they were shit, I would yeah that that that's tough, right? Yeah, yeah. You you would lose. I mean, we the all we all go other... through the. We all go through the phases of my army shit. Yeah, but I, guess I don't want I don't stages of grief. My army doesn't exist. Yeah, I, I, yeah. That, that, that's that a whole nother level that's, stages that's, of grief. Where it's fine. It's, Overworld's it's coming. I'll play Tomb Kings. Um, but yeah, no, it's she's still new in the hobby, and it's good to see that her army's still going to be really relevant, and it's going to be fun to play against the new army. True. Um, True and so that's where the meta is kind of at right now. But we just had a whole bunch of buddies go to a tournament in Ontario called Ontario. the Grot Gang GT at the Mini Glory Gamer Bunker. Yeah. yeah, it's so sick. Matt and Dave, it's Matt like the best Dave. content that's come out of that place in like five years. Oh, pish, pish posh. <laughs> it's probably the most accurate rules playing that's come yeah, out of it. I don't oh know yeah, content. you're not competitive. It's the most competitive <laughs> gaming that's come there out. There we go. One hundred percent. Well, Holy how, how many players from Team America and Team Canada were there? Like, was, there was a grip. It was just basically people. Team America and Team Canada. Yeah, were just there. go T Sports top 50 players right now. And I will do that. So, I'm Gavin like, didn't make it. No, but like, and Emma didn't make it from Team out America. Out of Team America. That's right. so nuts. Yeah. That's so nuts. Yeah. Uh, and who's all there from Team Canada? Might as well mention them again. That's true. Uh, uh, Jordan was there. Carl was there. Um, the Levon and Yuri and um, I think Oliver was there too. No, maybe no. Uh, he's no. not. He's not there yet. Oliver wasn't there. He's still okay. on vacation. Yeah, Ridge, oh, nice. Ridge wasn't there either. That's true. But Ridge is just MIA. Well, Ridge was there. 
but wasn't he filming? Uh, oh, Ridge was there to. Well, he was. He had like a, a film for season four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he was helping with that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because they recorded a couple things, which are pretty sweet. Right. Yeah. Who's the I'm other team? Canadian see. player Richard. No. What? I don't know. I thought that we had another team. Canadian Thanks. Player. You guys are. Roger? You guys are part of the Roger? selection. Yeah, Roger Barker. Is, is, is he team Canada? Get it together, uh, Dayton. I don't know. Yeah. Good job, selection committee. <laughs> <laughs> you too, selection committee. Hey, yeah, I'm hands I'm off you here. First, I'm hands off here, you guys. But the right. was if you were a crazy. part of Team Canada and happened to play at the Grot Gang GT, please Listen, let us know. Um, <laughs> if you could paint a picture of what happened in that bunker, it's basically Team Canada and Team America took like weird ass fucking lists Let's get and wacky. clash. And there was a couple players that went into this tournament thinking they could just play in a tournament and they brought like meta builds and their meta builds got fucking like mixed into this blender 2017 called and took AOS in the bunker. It was fantastic. They dragged him into the bunker and beat them senseless. Yeah. No, no real, any top competitive meta armies, except for maybe Yuri was in the top five. So what you're saying is Rob's not even going to look at any of these lists. Right. No, he's going to scoff at them and he's going to be like, the the North America meta is not a serious place. North Americans. (laughs) I already had a chat with Rob about it. (laughs) And he ignored it. Yeah, Um, I know. I saw. And he's going to, it's going to be wall-to-wall coverage of the Kent GT where boring meta lists did well. And if you want to check out this tournament, uh, Season of War is going to be doing a recap and streaming the games with shellcasting because they did yeah. recordings, but they're not doing it live. They want to do audio over top of it. Yeah. And if you join them. our Patreon, we'll download all their Patreon only videos and send them to you. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, thanks, Jordan. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's like KO, Megan, Urgle, Skaven Tide, Flesh of the Court, Sons of Bahamut, Soul Black Grave Lords, Blades of Corn, Bloom Spike Gets, Bone Splitters, Idnet Deepkin, Old Book, and finally. Outside the top 10 is your Seraphon Thunder Lizard. <laughs> so nuts. It's, it's insane. Sure. And sure, but, that makes sense. And there was sure. grudges. Lots of grudges to be held in that first round. Which well, yeah, cool. Team Canada captain and Team America captain went at it. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy called out Jordan. And Jordan had to answer. He hates grudging, but he had to answer. <laughs> and Jeremy beat the snot out of him. And yeah, he shoved him in a locker. Yeah. Really unfortunate. Um, Jeremy was wanting KO. To go like that. He, he knows KO really well, and he's now adding dragons to that <laughs> list. Set into the space. Yeah. yeah. And Jordan was playing old Idnet Deepkin rules with new War Scrolls from the Fury of the Deep Box with new points upgrades, but old books. So, yes. Um, which, you know, it's still kind of janky, but yeah. he said he was rusty, but, you know, maybe he just didn't want to show Jeremy everything that he has. And he said, exactly. Yeah, right. This is like this is preseason, boys. We don't this, show them all our plays. Yeah, right. He's four D chess in Germany yeah. right now. Just pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll. Uh, Nurgle got second. With, no picks uh, on the screen. That's meta. But there, there's a meta pick in there. Uh, Anthony Tretinelli from Tough Crowd and Team America took Skaven Tide with Storm Fiends. Oh, so good. And only lost one game in the middle. Like none of the, that's another thing to mention too. No, no one went five zero. Everyone lost a game. Um, Which, with a, with a player field out. that's that obnoxiously good, of course, of course, there was no five and zero. Oh. Like, 
yeah, there's some fucking talent, dude. I should be like a new player going into that that tournament. Yeah, it'd be so good. <laughs> like the best players in North America all show up to this 34 player tournament, <laughs> which was um, hosted, notches. I guess, amazingly well. Um, the tables were fantastic. The venue was awesome. They're very accommodating. And yeah, actually, this is a great place for my shout out. Shout out for the mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. My balls. My great balls. My balls. My balls. Great. One of my like a great person to interact with on Twitter. It's often when I have someone who I've been really enjoying with just having some witty repartee with. And they're just like super, super kind have just this week been on season of wars, YouTube channel running like beach themed BOC. And that's an awesome video. I'm like all in on my balls and it's just so it's just great. Ended up just being like, basically the canadian like welcoming committee for all the american players i think he was giving out flasks of whiskey maple syrup like just yeah. like going full bud keller on it uh, that's, and, that's right marcella was just like oh he gave me like i got maple syrup i was so excited yeah and then he beat her ass in a game Woo! <laughs> what's up marcella <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, i heard it was a very yeah, there's, there's a lot of game. people there i'm looking forward to seeing at grand clash so, mm. uh, That's right. so yeah, Anthony Shretnelli took third with Skaven. Uh, <laughs> Bill Souza came in with Flesh Eater Quartz, which was not he dropped the giant. He brought in 40 zombies mm-hmm. and a bunch of uh, horrors with their points drop. And he lost his fourth game, and that was it. <laughs> so nice. It's fucking Bill Souza. Doesn't matter what he runs. Uh, nope. Yuri, like I mentioned before. With his Sons of Bahamut, he's probably one of the top Sons of Bahamut player in North America. Uh, he took fifth place, lost the second match. Levon, his brother, took sixth place with his Soul Blake Grave Lords with mm-hmm. a loss and a draw against a douchebag player in the third round. Uh, Roger Barker <laughs> with Blades we'll of Corn. Blades of Corn, and it was a yeah, brass stampede list. That's, that's what's even cooler. That's hilarious. Uh, he lost two games, but took seventh place. Good on him. Uh, Jawan Noah Singh ditched the Iron Jaws, took Gloom Spike Gits, Mass Trolls for a three and two. Uh, potentially could have went four and one, but due to the drama of the third round match, it cost him the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simon Michael with his bone splitters. Shouts. I think he's uh, My balls. with the drunken drunken dreadnoughts podcast correct factually yeah. correct there nailed it nice. look at you you're not yeah. even cheating we pay yeah. attention uh yeah he had bone splitters like mm-hmm. just a shit ton of bone splitters and yeah that list will skew with the meta too and then jordan duncan team captain of canada with his fourth win fifth win fourth win fourth win he's playing idk yeah idk he lost his first, lost his fourth, won three and two, took his tenth. I thought you said go. fourth win, and I thought it sounded like fifth, fifth one or fifth whatever one. it's called. Uh, also, I was wrong. So it wasn't, wasn't four players. One. It was twenty six players. Yeah, they they had two. They had one person have to leave for actual reasons, uh, and then one person be a douchebag. Oh, they actually booted him right out of the stats. So they actually, oh, did they? Great. Yeah, they had twenty eight players. I think nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking. He got booted right out of the fucking game. Like, not even stats, no BCP, no nothing. 
Here's oh, he doesn't get ITC. Get the fuck out. <laughs> so, should we lead into what the drama happened? Uh, yeah, I think that's a good idea. It's time for drama class so, with right. Dayton. <laughs> yeah, I got real personal today. I had to work today, which was unfortunate because there was a shit ton of stuff I had to pay attention to that was going on. <laughs> And this is a situation that went from very mild to like a casual call out on Twitter of if your content creators and this hobby that we love, just be what you want the community to be, be outstanding. Um, and I will always say this, if I have antics that go outside the norm of and make you insulted in any way or anything happens on the tabletop, call me out right away. Um, I'm humble. I want to learn. I want to be your friend at the table at least ba, ba, ba. and i will fully apologize if there's anything that happens i make it a real mistake wrong i'll be the first to say sorry to everyone it was not intentional and that's the platonic uh, ideal and then what happened then we have an individual who is a podcast uh, content creator for stormkeeper um i still think his name is fake but <laughs> paul jetski uh, went in with Stormcast Eternals. He played Bill Souza in the first round. He played, I don't know who he played in the second round, and he played Levon in the third. And that's where it was finally called upon him. He's a Toronto area guy. Uh, he's known as local. People don't typically like to play against him, I've been learning. I've been getting a lot. Like I said, like this started very mild, and I've yeah. just I poked around enough, and I've had a shit ton of feedback from people about how much this guy just should not be in the community oh wow yeah i didn't even want to get personal about it i wasn't even going to mention names but the fact that there's more and more stuff piled on it like i just i got so angry that there's no i'm not you know like you said fuck about and find out like <laughs> gloves are off <laughs> like it's stupid like this shit pisses me off i love this game i love everyone that's in it like everyone have a, like the discrepancies and there's odd things about people but we can bond over this game and we're playing it to the best of our abilities and we're playing honest, right? This individual chose to go beyond that. Uh, he gives advice on how to play Stormcast. They have like these meta rules and shit like that. But honestly, don't even give him a listen, in my opinion. Um, he, so he showed up with Club Dice. Okay, first of all, he showed up and when they're doing the announcements on what gets you a yellow card and stuff like that, um, he was jokingly saying, what happens if I get two yellow cards? Like, what's the reward there? To which the TO responded, well, then you get to go home and fuck off. Um, <laughs> so Very direct. I like that. Yeah. He got carded in the second round for slow play, which is the five points against your score and a yellow card. Which, like, to get an actual card for slow playing, you have, to be, you have to be doing a lot of stupid shit. And, like, it has to be so obvious that you're trying like to slow the has. game down. Yeah. It's you have-, you have 12 models on the table. <laughs> okay. And then he had club dice. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where I didn't get hard, hard facts. I don't know if the club dice had icons on the ones and sixes, or he had mixed club dice with sixes, like iconography on the sixes and iconography on the ones on different sets of dice, and he was rolling them together. In the third okay. round, the so one just confirmed like- thing... Yeah, yeah so just like I, really wonky mm-hmm. dice. Right. Because you would have to see ones at some point, right? Yeah. And okay, so he got caught in the third round. Uh, I know for a fact it won him a priority with these dice. Oh. But he was counting all the iconography as sixes. 
so he had icons on the ones and the sixes. Mm-hmm. Uh... So, yeah. So that's just what he got caught on on a priority. Who knows what he had in game rolling against Bill Souza and I don't even know who his second opponent was. Yeah. Like he brought this fucking cheating shit into like the top player meta that people will not stand for. Like no. The amount of feedback I got from not just one, like from fucking everyone. And not only that, but people that play in his community in Toronto, like we're just like, yeah, they, they all know about him. He's been around forever. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he's on a podcast. He's trying to give advice and he shows up premeditating bullshit. He says it was a mistake. Uh, they tried to call him out. I have people, <laughs> listeners, love you guys. Uh, we're calling him <laughs> out on his own fucking discord. And he bailed out and said, uh, at first he said like to be announced. And then it was, I, I had a family or I had a family issue. I had to bow out of the tournament and the TO was gracious and gave me my refund, like gave me my refunded, my tournament pay in and I had to bow out. Uh, yes, the tournament, uh, the TO did give him back his money, but then told him never, ever to return and sign up to any of his tournaments. So it's an easy way to get out. Like it's not, I don't fault the TO for doing that. No, but gosh. If you wanted to avoid any confrontation, give like, the money. And well, whenever out. you're working in the service industry at all, it's okay. I want these people out of my restaurant here. Here's your money back. Yeah. I don't care that you've eaten anything. I don't care about any of that. Get the hell out. No, but don't he was come confronted back. multiple times on his discord and he chooses not to enunciate exactly what happened. Like at yeah. all, like there's nothing. Like he's all of his fan base, like everything, like he's just not being honest. Like he's had a record, I guess, of just going and cheating and being a douchebag at the table. And unfortunately, he had to play against Levon in the third round, who Levon has a huge horde army and he takes his full two and a half hours to play that army. And unfortunately, he had to get a draw in that because they had to dice hard down because the TO had to manage their game. And it also cost, from what we're told, Noah's game. Because they had to hard dice down. Oh, they hard dice down everybody. Because yeah. they had to attend to this guy and kick everyone out of the bunk. Oh. And the tournament that night to deal with this fuck. Wow. So it ruined the experience of multiple people. Not to mention all the people they've played before. Like, how can you take this guy's credit? This, this shit drives me fucking bonkers, man. <laughs> like, it's so rare in AOS. 40K, yes, it's there. Yeah, and it gets dealt true. with harshly, but in AOS, like it, it's it's frustrating. And this guy, like TOs are now know about him. Like I'm friends with like head fucking ITC judges, everything like that. Like we're mean TFG all the Radio. TOs. Yeah, TFG Radio. Shout out TFG Radio podcast. Radio from Glombar. They're amazing. Um, like he's getting known. And this person. So here's the situation. Like if people cheat and do things and mistaken or cheating outright but they fully come out and admit their mistakes and want to change who they are, I'd be mm-hmm. lenient. But the fact that he's going the not acceptance and it didn't happen, Rue? Yeah, the denial so and the doubling down. And the yeah. line. Like the line, the compulsive line just fucking drives me nuts. So there it is. That's what drama. I just want to air it out. I was fucking, this day has been a roller coaster. I didn't want to put it out on Twitter. I might tomorrow, who knows, but this guy <laughs> needs to be like dragged out. And yeah. Hopefully you don't have to see him in your tournament or listen to him or God, he's got a Patreon. Don't, don't, don't do it. People Yeah, <laughs> like give it, to, give it to Rob. You know, that's where he's doing. 
Like, like don't we have, don't, we don't have a Patreon? Up. I know, but no, I don't want to call ourselves up. Yeah, we do. Okay, five <laughs> did not work anymore. So Patreon, and we'll do more on live presentations Drama? that mean that's, that's so wrong if you give us money we'll, we'll air out more drama they, yeah, we'll, deep dive into it we don't really like to do this and it doesn't come out very often in ios but i think this is one that deserves to be called out in my opinion yeah well aos is a game that you have to both agree that the rules are bullshit and try to make it as fair as human like as fair as possible because yeah. both you and the person that you're playing both know a lot of rules are just kind of like wishy-washy like we we definitely like to play as tight as we Mm -hmm. can but like we know that like it can't be millimeter hammer as a lot of people say on tts um it can't just be like these tiny little details or everything that bogs it down so there's a lot of trust that you have with the person that you're playing and if somebody breaks that trust intentionally they can get in the sea yeah like get out we don't want you here like as you said if you like if you screw up and like you honestly making some mistakes or maybe like you're just being a little it's a fucking complicated game for anyone new yeah well for anybody new and even like it's a fucking complicated game for anyone yeah fair enough (laughs) Uh, tell him bud the bedillion metal will save us yeah (laughs) um but it's it's one of those things where like we can all have off days. We can have days where we're just like, just kind of like being like, eh, I'm just going to be a little bit of an angle shooter here. Just going to kind of like push things in my favor. And if you get called out for being like, Hey dude, you're being a piece of work or it's like, come on lady, like get it together. It's one of those moments where you just have to own up to it. It's like owning up to your mistakes is something that everyone should be able to do, especially people who profess to be, someone that you should listen to someone that you should care about their opinion someone, someone who, who's a community builder yeah and someone who takes the time to think and care about the game you have to think and care about the person you're playing with it's not all about you like to me this is just completely selfish behavior that is super super self-centric and self and selfish like obviously like all cheating is inherently selfish that you don't respect the person that you're playing against and this is just putting a nail on the head and showing just how much of an ass this guy is. And it ruining sucks. everyone's that time on the table. And like uh, you're there with 28, you're there with 28 other people and you're so much of a baby and a jerk that you have to ruin all the rest of their evenings. Like people aren't able to finish their games of Warhammer. Yeah. You only get five of them in your weekend. You're taking a weekend that you're flying to I don't know, a different province, a different country. Heck, you're just going to the mini war bunker and you're super stoked and you're like, oh, like we we have to leave now? Like, that's crap. What? Dice down? But but this is the place where we dice. Right. We we, we play and we work here. That's that's the thing they say in the videos. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'll go away now. That's that's, that's final thoughts. Um, It's unfortunate. I think with any any tournament, this this is probably more than what we've heard from any tournament in a long time, where it was such a big feel bad for a lot of people, um, and that's unfortunate. Um, like you said, sometimes people have a bad day or a bad weekend, and you know we we look for a path to 
Like we look at restitution. It's like, we want you to be a part of the community, but there is a social contract that we have to be a part of this community. So if you are going to continually break that, we can't trust you to be in this. So I don't know. It's, it's uh, whenever there's something like this, it's, it's often a long, long road back for someone to just to be able to gain trust again. Mm-hmm. Until then, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. You guys stupid like, jet just, skis. Like, you just, you just, you just, I like all everyone's opinions and mm-hmm. it conglomerates my emotions into words that are better spoken through other people than me. So, in conclusion, skidoos, pretty great. Jet oh, skis, yeah. Get fucked, eh? Yeah. <laughs> skidoos, real good, eh? Yeah. Real yeah. good. Except yeah. when you like, kick yeah. a little too high and you hit the waves and it crushes into your chest and you get a big bruise for the rest of the week. That sucks. Uh, jet skis are the dirt bikes of the water. Just hate them. Oh, yeah. You may as well just get a fucking brat tattoo across your knuckles if you're yeah. riding one of those. That, eh? That's right. Oh, yeah. But uh, we've right. got some tunes coming up. We'll break it up and we'll emotionally come back all refreshed and we'll talk about them by the Deepkins. All right, let's go away. Welcome back after that music break. I have a cookie in my mouth and it's fantastic. Dane, I'm not I recording am, with you when you're eating. I'm emotionally refreshed. What kind Swallow of cookie? Swallow that is cookie. It? Um, don't encourage him while he's. I don't want to. We're podcasting. So it's Nicole an audio this, medium. Nicole does you, this fantastic thing where she browns the butter. Okay. Before she adds it in, so it gives it like yep. a nutty flavor. Uh huh. It's actually oh, a really me. simple cookie. Very thin. Chewy. Wait, does it have a name? No. Um, I think it has like M&M's and chocolate chips in it. Oh my gosh. You are the worst recipe describer ever. Hey, what's the recipe for the cookie? Um, I don't know. You make a cookie, but it's thinner. Oh, and I'll get you the recipe. In it. I'll get you and the recipe after this episode. It's just right now. It's brown yeah. butter. Oh, I don't so know good. if you've ever heard of it. It's so very good. exclusive. Very soft. But uh, yeah, so I know TPN. Uh, and along with Fire Slayers, which we won't talk about yet. We'll probably talk about them next week. Yeah, next when week. people start caring about them. Right. <laughs> No one's gonna care about them. Um, <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I know. It's a faction. It's great. I love that you have it. 
Listen, my um, buddy Dave likes them, so you can stop it. So we know the whole book before it even hit, which is fantastic. Yeah, shouts to the Honest Wargamer. And Nicole says I say fantastic a lot in the episode, so drink every time I say fantastic. That is fantastic. Um, Their Tides of Death stayed exactly the same. They, which is awesome. I think it's great. (laughs) Not learning, not learning stuff. Love it. Yeah. Still striking first. Sweet. Cool. Um, And they got a bonus. So if you have an Ishran in your army, which is Lotan, Tidecaster, Mm -hmm. uh, Soul Scryer, Mm-hmm. And the soul render mm-hmm. are your four issuance. Yeah. Wizard uh, folk. If you, if you take one of them, which they'll all now have a five up ward save. Which is which sweet. Is, yeah. yeah. Like great bonus. Let's just give them all an amulet of destiny. And their armor saves actually improved on a few of them. Like Tycaster is now a four. That's where they all went, bud. They all went under yeah. the sea. <laughs> I'm bad at they, sea. GW the took sea. all the amulets and threw them in the <laughs> sea. <laughs> and the I then they, and took them all up. And they found so them. Good. So if you include one of those in your army, um, they get an Ishrin ritual. Mm. You get to pick one, unless you're a Tidecaster, you get to pick two. So Which is cool. They're linked to each of the tides. Yes. So the Ritual of the Creeping Mist starts in the low tide, which is typically your first round. The reason why I say typically, because you still have the option to flip the tides with a Tidecaster. Or mm-hmm. as a general, it's a general rule, I believe. It's a general yeah. ability? Yeah. So you flip the tide. Um, anyways, so friendly Adnet Beepkin units that are affected by the low tide ability cannot be picked as a target of a shooting attack unless the attacking model is within 12 inches of that union. Leaving them then to a counter charge, which basically defeats three of the armies off the table. Yeah, and the shooting army, it kind of just kind of kicks them in the nerds. Except dragons. Yeah, <laughs> but they're not a shooting army. They're a combo army. Okay. But it leaves you open to their army then retaliating, which their army's very fast. Swallow that cookie faster, you demon. No, I can't do it. <laughs> um, would you... Is are there situations where you wouldn't take an Ishlin character? I think if you're running um a pretty blitzing list, maybe there's not too many that I can think of that you wouldn't be taking Ishlin character. You can get one for like 105, I think is the cheapest. Yeah, and, which and not only that, but you can pick these rituals after the first player is determined. Yeah, which is huge. So you get a ritual with mm-hmm. that character. And then you pick which one you're taking based on the rule and the choice. So, yes. so when does that adaptive. when does that dice roll happen for that to shoot to get your ritual like that? So, at, in the first battle round, after the players have received their starting command points, but before the start of the first turn, so everything's already been decided, right? And then you pick your ritual. Do you pick it or do you roll for you it? Pick it. Because I'm guessing there's going to be tournament packs that will make you pick that, pick it, and use it for the tournament. But unless I don't, I wouldn't see that because it's in their battle yeah. tome. Yeah, I don't but see it that tells shift. you when it happens. Right? Because because you see, like I just because I've been reading a few battle pack of uh, tournament packs lately, mm-hmm. and a mm-hmm. lot of it is anything that's that's chosen for the battle is like you pick it, you pick Spells, it, and use it yes. for the tournament. Artifacts, yes. So I think a direct comparable for this are the sneaky tricks from the cruel boys. Yeah. That's like 
that's very comparable in my mind because that it also has the same timing. It's not like the uh, the ones for Stormcast where it's like they're like their one that is their like double shooting. I forget what it's called. Prayer? Is it a prayer? No, it's not a prayer. Uh, it's like whatever it's, it's called. General yeah. um, and so like that one just has different wording on it. So I think that's what the direct comparable is. The sub-allegiance. It's their yeah whatever it's yeah it's whatever the sub legion bonus thing it's it's a specific thing that's a specific word that i can't think of and i'm gonna feel bad and if you know what that specific word is please at me on twitter if you join our patreon we'll give you a stormcast advice yeah or and you know what's funny tristan you could just tweet out that word and not give any context to it once you you figure it out okay so that was the first one which is amazing that counters so much the fucking meta and the fact that you get to pick it per battle is amazing because maybe maybe now if you're not playing against a shooting army, you flip the tides so you get the first turn strikes in the second round. Mm-hmm. And, you and what does the second round do? Uh, well, second, so which would be your first if you flipped, is just add one to run and charge rules. It's called okay. Ritual of the Surging Seed, which is great. That one's not Because they lost a lot of their... It's still pretty good. Plus one to run, plus one to charge is still yeah. decent. And I'll take that any fucking day. Because now... If you're within three inches, you're not failing mm. any charges, no matter mm. if Kairos Fate Weaver turns a dice. Gits would kill for that. Ah, uh, you still would. You can't modify a Kairos roll. So you can't add one to the run rolls? Nope. Or not if Ky- not if Kairos changes it because it's called unmodified. Ah. As soon as, as, soon as Kairos unchanges it, because I had this, I ran into this at Nashcon. Here's his each player. Thank you, bud, for keeping us straight. No problem. Me straight, not Tristan. Yeah, I'm gay as the wind. <laughs> <laughs> and we would support you for that. He's like um, a blue-nosed uh, <laughs> sail. I could, couldn't think of any names of the sails. Gay as fuck. Pick that one. Uh, the third one is Ritual of the Deep Sight, which happens in the high tide, which is when you attack first with every single unit in your army. It gives all Namardi units a five-up ward. So that's Oof. your weavers. Oof. That's your thralls. Mm-hmm. And that's huge. Like yeah, that, that, that creates yeah. a whole new gameplay style and for this so army. Much Reaver Thrall builds in this book. It's awesome. Love it. I love that. Like that was, that was my hope for this book. Whenever I saw that it was going to be coming out, I was like, if they can pop off these gorgeous, gorgeous sculpts, maybe I'll make a thousand point army. <laughs> Hence why I bought that for you, the deep for Nicole. She there needs you more models. Yeah. You, you really need some dwarves too. And then the last one you could take is Ritual of the Sir. <laughs> Spiteful Riptide. I'll probably sell there, it. There's, there's going to be two more Dayton. We're at three. This is four. This is four. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's five. A, no, this because five? they re, no, the tides repeat. Oh, my bad. My bad. There's only four. I'm wrong. Dayton's right. Uh, death. <clears throat> whatever it is. First time uh, ever. Tides of death. And then yep. it repeats. Okay. So what's the fourth so one? Depending if you flip the tides. But what's yeah. the fourth one? Who cares about fourth flipping tides? I get confused. Spiteful Riptide. Before the friendly Idnet Deepkin unit is affected by the ebb tide. When you roll, like, because so ebb tide is you can retreat and still charge. Oh, that's so good. Late so game, that's so re- good. When they retreat with this ritual on a four up, the unit suffers D3 mortal wounds when they retreat. That's pretty tight. But it's it's okay. It's okay. And if you but, take a if you take a tie caster, you're picking two of them. So yeah. if you're playing against a non shooty army, mm-hmm. you're taking the five up ward save, and you're probably taking the plus one run to charge. But maybe you be cheeky and you're taking the run in D3 Mortals. Yeah, I think personally it kind of depends on my list, right? Like if I have the sharks, if I have something that's super high movement, yeah. 
I think I'd be taking the retreat and charge one. Like while that yeah. is kind of a risk, but in my mind, if I'm doing a shark list, I'm pushing the tides forward one. I think if you're that fast, you don't need the plus one to run and charge. Exactly. And so then I would want the um the retreat and charge. You're not failing charges. Yeah, but who runs Kairos? Nobody runs Kairos anymore. Only ludicrous people run Kairos. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna design my list for Kairos. What was crazy about the ritual of the creepy mist is if you take it against a shooting army, it repeats then again in the fifth round. Mm-hmm. So like when you're struggling and you're having a tight game and you have a unit that's on the other side and you're worried about that shooting army that can maybe snipe them off, they no longer can. And by if you ever make it to the fifth round in a game of AOS, there's very few models on the table and it's a fucking like scramble to get shit usually. Yeah, and that's Those are fantastic. And so clutch. Oh. So yeah, super cool. They just get those for free that have been added on, and that just makes this army crazy. Uh, there's a ton of Nuke man traits for each one of the Ishelins, Achilleans, and uh, Eidolons. Um, mm-hmm. Everything kind of went up quite a bit. Points went up, but Rend has been included now in the army, which is something they suffered from. They, they had a lot of attacks, but they weren't Rend. They were really, really consistent twos and twos, but now uh, you're going to be on mostly threes and twos, <laughs> typically. It's twos so and twos good. are still very possible, but you're losing your rerolls. They took away all of that, which is probably for the best yep 100 but they give you rent so a lot of things that couldn't really do anything are now doing more in my opinion uh if you want an in-depth review honestly check out the honest wargamer mm-hmm. but uh, 100%. We're, gonna, we're gonna go over like our favorite units yeah unit unit we're gonna unit pick in the unit. book yep and yeah this is our takeaway basically yeah so my favorite unit in the book right now is the achillean king I think the changes that have happened to that are super interesting. And I'm just going to focus on one main one, which is it's new once per battle ability. It's I'm, I think it's super, super cool. It's called the Lord of Tides. And with this once per battle at the end of your charge phase, you can pick up to D3 different friendly Iden and Deepkin units wholly within 12 so they have to be pretty tight to the king but the king does have a pretty decent base and for the most part it's in there it's in like flynn with like a couple of other things if you do this until the end of that turn the units that you picked are affected by the high tide ability from the tides of death table in addition to any other abilities that the tides of death table they're affected by so you can have two or three turn we can have two maybe three turns of strike first which is crazy bonkers and if you take two of them well yep. you can have it in three turns <laughs> well no it's only once per game still even if you have no multiples. once per game per no they haven't faq'd it yet uh <laughs> it's gonna be faq'd that way if Let, it's faq that way listen i'm not giving out stormcast advice here yeah. it, this it's not gonna be faq'd for six months so you basically got the summer <laughs> tournament season yeah, as long as you're able to browbeat your opponent. But once <laughs> w- once per battle, you're going to be able to add on at least at least one, if not two, like probably two units are going to be able to slap ahead of time, which for a lot of combats is going to be massive. I think it's a super sweet thing. It's something you can build your list around. It's something that you can uh, be able to just have so much fun with. Like sharks are going to love this thing. Turtles are going to love it. 
And even like some of those like little blobs of Namardi, like if you get them swinging first, it's sweet. And with the way this reads, do you think that you get the rituals then for them as well? Yes. Or okay, sweet. So it's like when they're affected by that type. Yeah. So Namardi's getting a five up board on two different turns. Because like you can pop this thing off to be defensive. Like that's pretty amazing. And you can build them, you can build the killing kings to be beat sticks too. Yeah, that's true. Because there's a lot of command trace and artifacts that just affect them, and their mm-hmm. pull arm is really good. Yeah, yeah, that pull arm is so nice, man. Yeah. Rend two, damage two, uh, three attacks. Goes What's up? up to rend three, damage three when he charges. That's true. So range two or range three? Uh, range two. Range two. So not quite the uh, get over here levels <laughs> of a three inch range attack. That's not a huge but... base. Yeah. It's uh, what, 50 mil? I think it's either 50 or it's a 60. Yeah. Shout out Nathan Prescott. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. And yeah, Dayton, what's what's up there for you? Uh, Obviously, just a quick shout out for Lotan. He finally got what he deserves. He's finally became somebody that you might want to take home at night. Yeah, he's he's fantastic, but I won't get into him. Uh, I actually really like the Achillean Isher and Guards. Hmm. Really? Uh, I know, the, right? You might Deep be the first fake. person that I've heard be excited about eels in Their this points book. points went up. Yeah, that's uh, one of the reasons why I don't think too many people are... More Sorry. are the exact same, but they lost a lot of abilities, so people take that as a nerf, but I'm not focusing on them. You never, I, I, Nicole and I have worked our way towards Morsar Guard not actually being that efficient anyways. They just don't do enough for their points and mm-hmm. their commitment level. I get but that. the killing issuing guards are something you always want to include. Um, they lost their ability to to add plus ones or minus ones to their save. They do never could get minuses to their save, but they could get pluses. Yes. So they're typically a four up unless they charge. They get to a three up. There's still four oh. runes apiece. Uh, they're bravery seven, but they had a shit ton of attacks before, and none of them did rend. Now they have rend. Hmm. Um, they get three attacks on their eels for uh, threes and threes minus one rend, d3 damage, which is good. Um, their hell sabers now are three attacks, threes and threes minus one for one damage. So they got rend. So before, what happens if you piled them in and hit something, you would have this like grindy fest and they'd just be there and maybe take one or two guys off. But I think now with the added rend to them, they can actually get rid of that chaff or things that want to tie them up. Uh, it's still a 14 inch movement unit in your army you're still going to want those as your screens in the front to guard everything else behind because they're still ignoring any rent mm-hmm. um, and they still get the three up if they charge so yeah I for 194 points I could see putting a unit or two in and they still cover their bases their cavalry bases they still cover a lot of the board that's true I, do you think it's the best screen in the book uh, yeah yeah yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. As is right now, sharks are only eight wounds until they're FAQ, which hopefully puts them back to ten. Ooh, yeah, that's my shot. And they look really boss. They that's true. Look great. And it's not so, like you don't got them painted, right? And there's three of them, <laughs> um, so you're gonna get uh, ten attacks with the sabers, threes and threes, minus one one damage, and you're gonna get nine attacks with their bites, threes and threes minus one d three damage. Like that will chew through some stuff. Yeah, that's like that's always wounds. the one that scares me. The bite, yeah, 
Yeah. Well, their bite, their their eels got better because before none of it was rend. Oh, that's true. So they they had one bite for threes and threes, no rend, D three damage. Yeah, and then they had D three tail whips for threes and threes, no rend, one damage. Yeah. So now by having three attacks, threes and threes minus one D three damage, that's an upgrade to the eels. Hundred percent. Yeah. It's just they lost some of the range. They're all one inch range now. That's ah. before their tails were two inch. Yeah. But Which... I don't think it's gonna come in with three models because you're not really gonna take them big. But yeah, that's my shout out. But yeah, if you if you take if you take six with that, you kind of defeat the purpose. And it's two really of... hard to do pylons and stuff with those. Yeah, places. two of three as <laughs> a screen is way better than than one of six. Yeah, but nice. Um, but do you have a unit that makes your heart go pitter patter on this I'm, for any reason? I'm still I've always been a fan of the sharks. I nice. think I think the net launcher on them is one of the most annoying things I've ever had to deal with as a player, which makes me think it's probably <laughs> good. I mean, mm-hmm. if if it's something where you can look at your opponent and see the pain in their face over what you've done, you know it's a good ability. 100%. Um, so I that's and in the sharks they there's there's ways that you can buff them up they can like once they get blood in the water they're just they start going psycho and stuff so they yeah. scare me the sharks yeah. scare me. I don't like no more damage movement don't let Nicole get any more sharks four I've saved she's got three she's got three now okay, okay. Um, no six their harpoons are really good four attacks threes and threes minus one defense. yeah like how many I feel like you need to have at least one of those nets in your army. Uh, I feel like there's always a use for it, but I also yeah. feel like it could be a little, like if you go for the shooting like skew, I yeah. don't think you need one. Like with how much damage they can pump out yeah. with the other like gun that they have, the other launcher. So they, um, didn't, they didn't have rend on their normal attacks before either. Yeah. I, mean, I know this got upgraded with the Fury of the Deep. So, but let's think about let's think about the top meta. Would it affect Thunder Lizards, making letting them pile in or not? No. Okay. Would it affect Deep uh, Daughters? Depends on the list. The list you're seeing now, no. Okay. Are, is it still Marathi Bow Snakes? Yeah, Marathi Bow Snakes. It wouldn't really yeah. affect them. Okay. Uh, Gargants. It wouldn't affect. No. Nope. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Stormcast. They don't have the model count to care about pylons. No, not unless it's not unless uh, you yeah. get lucky and the way like way that you yeah. go into a unit, you're making sure that one of the fulminators yeah. isn't gonna be able to get into you, but still. Yeah. Okay. If you were running five sharks, mm-hmm. would you consider one? I don't yeah. know if I would. <laughs> I I would. I would because... consider the skew one if i'm doing a large pack of also do you face that one zombie horde list yeah that that's why i'm thinking one i think yeah. there's a place for one in an army if you're doing a shark heavy list yeah it's like, not something admit, I, yeah. now that i've said it out loud a few times okay harpoons are sounding really good four but, attacks yeah. threes and threes minus one d3 damage is it's a pretty good shooting attack and that's their shooting attack their combat profile oh, is... But, but yeah, but the, the net won't affect their combat profile, right? That's correct. Right. Factually correct. Right. Factually correct. And that's okay. The best kind of correct. Right. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, I think... Talk that out well. Yeah. 
there's still a shit ton of melee attacks too. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. And they it's, got better. And if you take like, the shiver, where you get the unit, and they get exploding sixes, that's pretty cool. But yeah. and they look awesome on the table. If I hmm. if if I was to play IDK, it would be a turtle and sharks. And they're 165 nice. points each. If I was I to play IDK, it would be mostly a reavers and uh, probably a turtle. Honestly, yeah, and it's 500 points, yeah. but I, he got better. Yeah, that's like I'm on the fence on the turtle, but for me, it'd be like reavers, probably an eidolon because they got like actually pretty good. And yeah, there's probably like most like most of what I'd be bopping around be like reavers, the books deep shark, eidolon. Legit. Yeah. Like you have options, which is yeah. awesome to see in a book. And Dane, I what's like the gist of a list that you would probably run? Uh, Dom Pine. That's right. All their, their, yeah. all their sub allegiances got changed. So you're no That's longer true. just picking the one, which is a really refreshing thing. I know. I love that. I love that. Took Faith Win. Yeah. But oh, yeah. yeah. I would definitely do uh, Dom Hine for the uh, Namardi double pilots, mm-hmm. which is just game breaking. So good. So, good. so yeah, I take I would take thralls. I would take a turtle. I would try to fit an aspect of the storm in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd take a Tigaster and I'd take a Thrallmaster. Checks out. Maybe I take regenerating re- reavers and thralls, but I'm not even sure mm-hmm. I do that. They only have like 15 war scrolls. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not a huge army, but it it's no. one of the best designed armies, I think. I think this book is honestly the best designed book in 3.0 and one of the best ones they've ever done whenever it comes to internal balance because they only have a few actual kits, but each one of them has their role now. And that's something that they've kind of not so much fumbled through, but made their way through with every, with every update. You can see how they made like one thing just a little bit better because this book, whenever it came out, was just so like one note model, like just a mono build. It was just yeah. like, here's the eels. Would you like some more eels? Have you heard of eels? Would you like some yeah. eels with you? And then the one guy, hey guys, I brought a turtle. And I was like, what? It's like, you crazy. Danny from TFG is going to break three to Slaughterfest. Yeah, which is great. Oh yeah. yeah I'm, I'm really stoked uh, for Danny on this book. Losers of the book. I think more so guard mm-hmm. losing the reach on their weapons really hurts. Um, they were struggling before, in my opinion. Um, the Warband, just... the Underworld's Warband, the Ithian Soul Raid. Wait, I think is still isn't bad. that just a standard that you can say that for every book is a loser in the book? No. Yeah. They're really good. At least the Chaos are super clutch. Yeah, there's actually a few. Uh, OBR is clutch. So the, the, under, the Underworld's Warband. You yeah, Thunderbirds warbands very often. Uh, OBR yeah. one's really good. There's a few. There's like OBR, BOC, um, the Snarlfangs have been making uh, their way into lists. The Briar Queen's really good. When do you ever see the Briar Queen? I brought her. I don't, she I has don't, a. I don't remember the seeing the Briar, Briar her Queen. Her spell is yeah. you can't move. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know. It like halves everything. Yeah. So so Techie yeah. Dayton brought her. Nice. Um, yeah. issuing Soul Scryer. Soul Scryer is a loser. Fish mm. fingers. I don't really see fish fingers anymore. A lot less of a auto take and the and soul I, render I, too, I right? I don't mean to dismiss, bud. You're right. The majority of the warbands on the world's warbands are not seen and they're pretty shit. But there are a couple that are worth bringing in. And I think the soul render is the other loser because I think the Achillean, uh, what's his face, the new guy, he took his job. Um... I know. Well, let's listen. They're He's... different, but I feel like if you're picking between the two, you're always picking the new guy. But they gave him an extra ability, and they didn't really increase his points. 
I still so think he can snipe a seven wound model or less. Yeah. Yeah. And he could bring if you're running Namardi and Reaver heavy, and you can run him in the sub allegiance where he gets plus three to that. Morphan. Yep. Morphan. You could have a regenerating army with him. That's not bad. I do love me a regenerating army. Uh, I yeah. hear that. All right. We're a bunch wow. of regens here. Oh, I got to do a shout out. <laughs> I was the only one that <laughs> didn't do a shout out yet. Everyone else did theirs out of turn. Do you want me to tell you what your shout out is? Uh, I have him right here. Nice. It's Ricky Smith at Kit Bashed Gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just posted this. Uh, it's his own thing, honestly. It could be anything in the tree Sylvaneth realm. Um, it's It's got like a mace. It's got like fucking elves hanging off them and shit. It's so good. It's so good. I want Silver to be good so bad. Their their models are gorgeous. And he really I, just did wonders to it. Do you know what makes Sylvaneth better? If they had wood elves in them. <laughs> <laughs> they had a lot of stuff in them. I mean, yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. that's my show. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I think that's a nice looking conversion there. He's got like a little buddy up in the tree in the tree man and some other little friends. Did we do a Patreon show to everyone? No, we Not didn't, for- Dayton. Would you like me to list off our sweet little Patreon guys? Uh, we got Jason. Okay, you can do it. Fine, be that way. We got Will. We got Ian. Yeah. We got Mike. Yeah. Who else is this? Way to go, guys. No, we, forgot we, we, well, Daniel and Josh are our new ones. We mentioned them earlier. Yeah, that's true. Shout, big shouts to Daniel. Huge he's shouts. the He's the big boss. Uh, Danny wow. from TFG. Thanks, yeah, thanks, part man. of the TFG radio conglomerate. conglomerate. So go check them out. There you go. Check, check them out. Check and just out, to reiterate out. our uh, shout outs, mine was Balls M-A-H underscore B-A-L-L-Z on Twitter. Wonderful Thank person. You for saying that correctly. Thank you for saying Z correctly. Who, who would say Z? What kind of animal? I know. Unless it was somebody who's intentionally trying to piss you off. Yeah. And my name is Dan C. The Lore Master at Tyromancer on Twitter. Beautiful, beautiful person. And he does the craziest, the craziest Maw Crusher conversions. I think he's up in the like the mid-20s right now of flying Maw Crusher insanity. And, one, and before we go, I yeah. know it's late. Blades of Corn got the White Dwarf update and it fucking sucks. And that really kills me because the model range is fantastic. Well, that's true. Yeah. That the Blades of Corn update was a podcast. We gave it an we gave it all the time it deserved. (laughs) Just like the Fire Slayers book. It's the hit and miss of a white dwarf update. There have been about three hits and about ten misses. Yeah. Miss you. But KO's next. That's true. Hopefully it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy shows you don't need it. That's true. But yeah. Thanks guys. Love you. Can't wait to go to bed. Fantastic. Oh, wow. It's past midnight. I know. I nice. gotta go to, I gotta work in the morning. Recording ended. Thank you.